Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Gumpler Club. To my digital right is William Potter. Hello, I'm ready for some cruel angels. Indeed. To my digital left is Choppermon. I am the third impact. <laughs> and on another planet is Callum Gunn. I'm a bad dad. <laughs> How is- <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's not good, Cal. Nasty. I thought dad. we were doing Evangelion references. <laughs> not in oh, real life. Evangelion, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, as you may or may not have seen, we have not recorded in a while, so we might be a little bit rusty. As you've definitely but- not seen <laughs> or heard, <clears throat> we've been <clears throat> out of the game for a little while there. Yeah. So, how are we all doing, lads? What's going on? In your life. Well, I think I'm the only one that's not fallen into the deep pit of despair that is Final Fantasy XIV. I, I can I confirm. Think, I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's less, less of a pit of despair and more of a, a paddling pool of pleasantries. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Metacritic quote? Uh, it is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> William Potter, GameSpot.com. <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV review. Ten and what I mean by that... Is it's shallow, and it's got girls. What are bunny rabbits? The perfect game. It has more than that. It's a it's a great game. It's, it's a great. great. Game. I'm really enjoying it's it. Really good. I haven't played an really MMO good. for about eight years, nine years since I got. I put two 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 years of my life into uh, World of Warcraft, mm. and uh, it made, it was like slipping on a a warm pair of aetherite <laughs> breeches or whatever. <laughs> it's. it's it's a comfy game. Yeah, you know what I mean. For like, sure, it feels good. It like, does feel I've a little bit like a relapse. I've got the shakes. I've not played it today. I've got the shakes. It's not good. I've had an hour and a half on there already. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you got your top up before the recording. Yeah, right? yeah, I can last because <laughs> I'm out tomorrow night. So oh God, it's going to be easy. <laughs> For anyone interested, I've logged four days of playtime. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. I think I'm on two. Oh fuck! Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. I you're we're you're doing. very efficient, then, Callum. Because yeah, I think I've played it longer than you, but you're like a higher level, further in the story. <laughs> like I say, man, it's it's old habit. Old habits die hard. Old dabits dab hard. Yeah, I played a lot of Guild Wars back in the day. Yeah, about twelve years ago, and vowed never to touch an MMO again. Yeah, I don't but know how I don't know how this has got its claws into me so so readily. Yeah, and I, was, <sighs> I was willing to take it, which was the thing. Yeah, I think anyway. I'm looking forward to it kind of dying down a bit for me so I can just play it like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, me Thanks. too, actually. Um, this is a podcast about giant robots. Yes. What are we doing? This is our Evangelion special. We will be talking about Evangelion later, mm-hmm. basically. Do you know there's also, apparently, giant robots coming to Fortnite? Really? Oh. I'm not doing know. a Fortnite podcast, boys. I'm not. No, 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 no. We're not talking about <laughs> Do they that. Die? I played it once, like... and I just I don't Listen. understand it. It's too fast for me. All oh, these whizzing if big If you're kids. listening to this and you're on Fortnite chat, go and listen to your streamers and your VTubers and your YouTubers VTubers. and your Wikus and whatnots. But only <laughs> the ones yeah. that aren't racist or violent. Perves. Pedophiles. Yeah. Hers, violence, violence, um, racists. 
you know, you got a mixed bag when it comes to those Fortnite's YouTube VTubers. <laughs> yeah, just blame Epic. <laughs> yeah, Epic Games is the enemy. E- right. Epic is turning what we've been building. balanced adults into pedos. Uh, shall I go first? I've I've got a continuation of last episodes. Yes. Continue. Yeah, I finished what's what seems like forever ago now. The RG Zaku 2. And uh, I believe I was singing its praises last episode, and those praises will remain sung. It's a yeah, great kit. Um, the metal pens that I talked about, the chrome pens I got last mm. time, are awesome. Like just They're for embellishments on the kit. And after a top coat, like a, a nice, <laughs> juicy, thick top coat, <laughs> straight from the the udder, uh, it's yeah, it's a great kit. It looks amazing when it's got that nice matte finish. So, muchos recomendos, as they say. Nowhere. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Yep. Juicy top coat, daddy. That's my name now. Slather me in that one inch of top coat. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like suspended in a block of top coat. Oh, yeah. But yeah, great. And I've got the uh, Wing Zero, the RG Wing Zero, to start next. Meant to get round to it this week, but it's been real. I've been really slammed with work. Yeah, work. Definitely, and it's been work. <laughs> I have the RG Wing Zero custom, so maybe Ooh. I should build the custom, and you should build the Zero for next time we record. I'm game. I'm game. Let's do that. That's, that's good. I'm in the game. EA Sports. I'm in the game. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck. Ollie, what have you been building? I haven't built a tremendous amount because I've been crunching like a motherfucker on my goddamn video game. But I Jason did... Schreier's going to give you a call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an expose on Kotaku. Yeah. Um, I did a custom uh, Zaku head, which yeah. was one of those Gachapon 500 yen small kits. Uh, gave that a grey and orange paint job and put a little Japanese army officer from Tamiya sat on top of him. Uh, that's, it's, it looks the, really good, man. Thank you very much. There's not a lot to say about the kit because it is pretty simple, but it is really like fun and cute and nice to put together. It's And it's got moving parts as well, like the eye moves and the, the, the head opens up and stuff. So uh, if you get a chance mm. to get your hands on one, I would definitely go for it. Wow. They, no, they are very good. Yeah. Those, those Zaku heads are perfect for customizing. No, I'm trying to work out what I'm going to do next. I've got the RG Torgis, which I think I've said that I'm going to build for the last few podcasts and never done. Or I've got. <laughs> That's some, a good uh, kit. Don't want to shock anyone, but I've got a stack of Iron Blooded Orphans kits to build as well. So uh, <laughs> I might do one of those. Uh, well, we got some news to discuss about mm-hmm. as well later on. Mm-hmm. In the show. Um, so I've not built anything. But I did buy some. I was naughty. I was really bad. You were really. really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> so, in a moment of madness in December, I put in a pre-order <laughs> for the Unit One Metal Builds. Oh. Um, for those of you who don't know, Metal Builds are like pre-assembled, pre-painted figures, but they are like the dog's fucking bollocks, basically. <laughs> It's like they're usually a total redesign of the suit or the robot it's portraying, and uh, it it's it comes with loads of accessories. They're really cool, 
and the Ava Unit 1 sold out in like seconds. Uh, but I found it on this weird UK website. Oh, yeah. Um, so I put a deposit down, and then when when it was actually released, I was like, shit, I don't, I don't have any money. So I was just like, uh, I can't really pay for this, can I cancel it? And they were just like, oh, no, dude, just we'll hold it for you until you can afford it. Oh, that's I'm cool. Like, that's pretty good. That, that was very cool of them. So shout-outs to you, Middle Rome UK. But in in that process, they have also fucked me. Because I could have just not bought this thing. Yeah. But I did. And good golly, is it one of the most beautiful fucking things. This is the nicest figure that I have ever touched. It's incredible. So... So... I'll, go on. You said that uh, they're kind of redesigns of the suits. Yeah. And that was going to be my question, because yeah. I haven't seen any of like the rebuild of Evangelion. And... Yeah. Unit 1 does not appear like that Metal Build kit in the series. So, yeah. is that like... It's, so, it's not taken from any of the new movies. That is just a it's new design. It's not taken from any of the new movies. So, what they actually did was... It's the first uh, redesign that, of EV Unit 1 that's been done by the original designer. Oh, cool. So, he did the design of this new Metal Build version, which has a bunch of added details, have changed a few bits and bobs here and there. Um, he has designed different Evangelions though so if you like if you look for figures of Unit 1 you'll see Unit 1 Anima and that's a lot what this looks like it's more riffing on more highlights and tones in the in the figure itself so like you'll find a lot more yellow in it for example rather than just plain purple boy really um but yeah, it comes with a massive stand, about a million accessories. I'm going to take it off its stand. Oh. I feel really terrible like holding it because like these things cuz well, well, they're not made of metal. They're PVC on, on the outside, but the inside skeleton like all the joints and stuff are full metal. No. Um does it require much assembly? No, not at all. It comes pre pre-assembled. Oh, cool. It's all pre-assembled. Um, you know, aside from the base, which you do have to sort of assemble a little bit, but that's just slotting pieces into each other. Um, but yeah, it's all metal. It feels really weighty, and the paint job is near immaculate. Like, it's perfect. Like, I do not know what more to say about this. Like, the range of motion on all of its limbs looks amazing. You got quite a few option parts here and there because the redesign also had extra armor for like shins and stuff. But I'm not too hot on that, so I've just left it, like, bare, basically, just holding a fucking knife. So, <laughs> yeah, but they've redesigned all the weapons, so the pallet rifle looks a lot more detailed. You can add a bayonet knife onto it. It comes with two samurai swords. And these are all painted, by the way. These look incredible. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I, d- I don't know what else to say aside from it's amazing, and I'm terrified of it. <laughs> the thing with Eva, though, is there aren't many robots in that show. So no. you've now you've bought a unit one. You never have yeah. to buy one again, and you've bought the best one. So this is this is the thing, right? So my history with getting a decent unit one <laughs> it goes back about ten, twelve years. Oh, so this is not your first unit one? No, this is my first unit one. Oh, okay. But I was at a comic con when I was younger. And the Revel Tech Evangelions, the first ones, 
not the TV versions came out, right? I have some of those. And yeah, they're really nice yeah. for for the time they were anyway. And I had just enough money to buy an EV Unit One, <laughs> but I didn't. Instead, I bought a cheap Cloud Strife action. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the dark path! Right? Wow, a dark path indeed. And ever since that day, and the Cloud Strife action figure was fucking shit. <laughs> like it was just a total pile of wank. And every single day, I lamented the fact that I did not have an EV Unit One in my possession. And once I saw this, I knew that was it. I was fucked. Well, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, if I'm going to get a Unit 1 and wait 12 years to get Unit 1, <laughs> I might as well get the best fucking Unit 1 that has ever been fucking made. Right? I like how you've sort of excused this to yourself. You've like gone, yeah, this is... I, I'm, I'm. How much was it again? Uh, £250. So you had to do a lot of um, convincing in your brain to... to... I've I've done some serious fucking black flips, Will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's on my desk right now because I don't want to put it on the shelf because it's too nice. I want to look at it every day. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) It is really like, like I posed it a bit when I got it out and was like setting up up and all that. And the mouth moves, it moves open and stuff. And the drawer inside is all painted. Nice. Um, one of the design differences is that you know the green things on its shoulders. Mm. Yeah, they aren't attached to its shoulders directly anymore, and they look—they're a bit smaller. So usually in the show, like that bit would open up and he'd get the uh, the knife out, mm. but you, you can't do that because it's just too thin. So there are some key differences. Oh, okay, and, interesting. And it doesn't come with a removable uh, entry plug either. Uh, which a lot of Unit 1 figures do. But, You're um, planning to shrink yourself down and... <laughs> well, listen. If you saw this in the flesh, you would want to be inside it. Fill it with iron, right? brew. <laughs> 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 um, so the base is actually really cool. So you have... It looks like the one in the show. You know where they launch the Evas mm. from. Yeah. But there are also these shackles on its arms, so you can like shackle it in. Nice. Um, and all the weapons sit on the side as well, and you can attach them all nice. But there's also an entry, uh, not an entry plug, an umbilical cord, power cord thing that plugs into the back of it. And this is, from what I can see, the only flaw <laughs> of this figure. The cord is made out of rubber, and the rubber is really static and attracts a fair amount of dust. Oh, oh no. So, like, it's a bit dusty. I've had it out for for about a week. Like, it's acceptable dusty. Mm. Like, but this thing will need to be this this rubber cord. I'm sure down the line, when the years go by, will become the bane of my fucking life. Is it the I type? Do you think will get sticky over time? It certainly looks like it. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, you make a 250 pound figure, and you skimp out on the fucking rubber cord. <laughs> Yeah, that seems a bit of an oversight. It is immaculate, though. It is... You know, my problem now, right, is that they've announced Unit 2. I was about to ask, what would make you spend another 250 quid (laughs) on a metal build? Unit 2 is my favourite Mangalian. But I was wondering if there's any Gundam that would... If they did one. (sighs) If there was a Gundam? I don't know. Because 
I really don't know what what Gundam would make mm. me spend that much. Because I can think, okay, what if a bootlegger just gets a hold of it and makes model cat out of it? Do you get like the, what, like the Destiny or the Strike Freedom? Do you get bootleg you know? metal builds as well? Yeah, absolutely, you do. So it's just Chinese metal builds. Yeah, they've just released the Double O, for example. Um, do, you want, do you want to say which company does that so we can get them shut down as well? Continue your long trend. No, <laughs> no, no, I've stopped doing it. I've stopped naming the companies which make these things because they keep getting shut down. Um, no, but the, yeah, there's a Double O metal build. But there's there's also a crossbone metal build that, is, that exists, yeah. Oof. and it's extremely nice. It is like, oh, oh, it looks amazing. If you if you can get up a picture of the metal build crossbone, do it now. Or the metal build F ninety one. The F ninety one was redesigned by Kunio Okawara and looks incredible as well. And the paint jobs that they do on these really do it justice. This is nice. This uh, crossbone. Yeah. yeah, right. It's nicer than any gunpla kit. Yeah. Well, bar the RG, but I'm not, not got it. Um, yeah, the crossbone is really nice. But I think if there was a single Gundam to make me get, drop another two hundred and fifty quid, it'd probably be the Impulse Gundam. Oh, from Seed Destiny. Because if it came with the different armor and could like detach and reattach and stuff like that, I, and if they gave it a decent a design a redesign like they did with Destiny and Strike Freedom, then yeah, I would. Because at heart, I will always be a C Destiny apologist. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, have you got any buyer's remorse at all? Well, I mean, I'm poor. But do you regret that? No. Good. Not a, <laughs> Good. Not a single ounce. Because Good. anytime anyone comes, and if you look at it in the flesh, you'll be like, that is amazing. If you do not know what Evangelion is, you'll look at that and be like, holy shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, a, it's a good centerpiece, I feel. Good. It's about 25, 30 centimeters tall. Oh, shit. As well. So it's fairly sizable. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a lanky boy, but it's extremely nice. It, it, it's it's just too nice to feel any kind of remorse. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just too nice. I, I feel bad touching it, and if I haven't washed my hands or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you also have to be careful posing it, because the paint can rub off if you like play with it, but I don't intend on doing that. Yeah, sweaty hands in the but, British summertime. Yeah, sweaty hands. Very acidic. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the metal build Evangelion. Like my my biggest problem now is Unit Two, because <laughs> if you look at photos of metal build Unit Two, it looks amazing. Is there a U- Unit Zero? Uh, not that I know of yet. I mean, there that almost is the, certainly will be. That is the shittest of the three, surely. Yeah, but this is a massive like. This is a massive cash grab. Yeah, like, they that's can insane. just make the entire evil line. You know, and at that point, you're looking at okay, I'm gonna do. Let's do the unit four mass production type. Like, you know, it'll be it'll be bad, it'll be very bad. It comes out in 134 days, 
but I've just booked a trip to Japan, so... Oh, yeah. If, oh, if I didn't do that, I would have definitely pre-ordered Unit 2, but... When are they going to do a metal build Ramiel Angel? That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, let's get on to some news. Booyah! Heard this in trouble. Enemy here. All new Gundam Wing Action Figure Model Kits. That's a mobile suit! Build your own Gundam mobile suit. A Gundam! Snap together multicolor pieces. No blue required. Uh, Evangelion has arrived on Netflix. It has. Um, yes. So, for those not in the know, and are most likely dirty anime f- pirates, <laughs> uh, like, like me, I should add. Well, yeah, that's um, all of us. Eva has not been available legally to watch for about 10 years. So they redubbed it. The translation is not good. Did you hear about why? Yeah. It was some weird thing where an audience at an anime con were laughing at a translation. And then Gainax were like, oh shit. Even though, yeah. It was the... 3.33 3.33 rebuild movie mm. and there wasn't a lot of oversight on the translation and the translators kind of just went for it you know they weren't making a joke out of it or anything but it wasn't the most literal of translations and they kind of pushed some of the themes a bit harder and it became a laughing stock at this con and there was a representative of Gainat who who was that? Is it Gainax or I forget who? And then they reported back, and that's when they went into lockdown and made yeah. it like have much more literal translations. And that's why I think we see the bit with the retranslation with the uh, stuff later on in the new Netflix. I don't know how how yeah. early we're going to get into spoilers, but uh, the we will get into the relationship at the end. See, I heard it was the the guy in charge of localizing this one. That just well, he took he out is into he is into like the porn of young children. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. What? what do you mean? Because that's <laughs> like like hentai of young girls. Like the the guy who like who like did the translation for Evangelion is well into little girls, basically. Cool. He's a ponce. <laughs> but isn't there's also <laughs> wow? Okay, some heavy heavy words being thrown around here. But isn't there a line where he, where it was localized to say like that the terrorists were lefties or something? I don't know if that was in the original. I mean, I mean, are you really surprised after hearing that he is a like bad man? Well, Anti-man. not just that no, he's, but... he's a bad man, but like the stuff that he has translated or it's his like pet project or something that he writes is about right. little girls fighting. I think for the Axis in World War Two or something like that. So there is, oh god, there's some iffiness there. Yeah. But isn't it Strike Witches? I think it's Strike Witches, right? And he makes like a doujinshi for it. Yeah. Oh, I is blame, that what it is? I blame Twitter mm-hmm. for everything. Really, at this point. <laughs> but this is Netflix. This is Netflix we're talking about. Like, I mean, I know they just had to walk back another show and like remove a suicide yeah, yeah. scene or something. But like, come on. I mean, surely someone watched it. You'd hope at least that they'd have. After all that hype for this, there was there was an announcement for a trailer for the release date of Evangelion on Netflix. It's a big deal. Yeah. And then immediately, within I think a few hours of it coming out, everyone was poo-pooing it because of this poor localization. 
But it comes from uh, Gainax, you know. though. That's, <clears throat> Gainax yeah, is yeah. Ka- so, well, Studio Kara, technically. Isn't it? The, sure. the, yeah, we'll get onto that. The description, anyway. the explanation I'd heard for the leftist terrorist thing was, it was uh, kind of the Japanese perception of, uh, and this was a Twitter thread. So God knows if anything ever oh, written yeah, on Twitter the, is correct. You know the sarin gas. Yeah, because that was oh, right. it was a kind of, I, I believe they were. Describe themselves as like a left-leaning, Shinrinkyo, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the guy who who (laughs) sold his bathwater before gamer girls were doing it. (laughs) I didn't expect (laughs) that's that's actually true. Oh man, he was like, yeah, it's just make tea with it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, follow me on YouTube for the uh, bathwater comparison. (laughs) The unboxing. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> no, um, basically it's yeah it's surrounded in controversy that translation yeah but i mean there's, there's a couple other things well if if you're watching it i don't think it's that bad i really enjoyed it i mean fly me to the moon was another thing that was oh missing. yeah that's weird they just put like I, I think i think that's quite bad that yeah because i mean i'm not gonna cry about it like literally everyone else in the world but it is like yeah it's quite jarring it, it is because you expect "Fly Me to the Moon." Yeah, for people that don't know, that song plays over the end credits in the original. Isn't it a different and, version? And, and in the later time. episodes, yeah, they're sung by the by the people who voice characters in Evangelion. Nice. Ah, that's cool. So that's what they do when they have like an Oscar episode. Yeah. It's sung by Oscar's voice actor. But oh, on Netflix, cool. it's like this library music. It's just. Yeah. Something they picked it, out of some website, like oh, m- m- piano moods five. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soul. It's a Ryan McLeod joint, there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they should have just asked me. Royalty free sensation, <laughs> Ryan McLeod. <laughs> but I, I equate that to like losing. Some people say it's not a big deal, but I equate that to losing in the end music from like JoJo. Yeah. If it didn't like, have roundabout, then yeah, I'd, t- yeah. I'd take to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to think, like, when it comes to like preserving this stuff, this whole revisionism business isn't very good for it. No. Yeah. So what what I'm saying basically is, dirty anime pirates who I dressed before, keep doing you, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep keep doing you. Because as long as they like fuck up releases like this, just just keep downloading anime. I mean, it's, it's okay. the same argument for games, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of work into preserving old games. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, you, some people call it piracy, but some people call it preservation because who else is going to catalog and archive these works of art that would who, otherwise who, who else d- disappear? Going to catalog every NES, SNES, and N64 ROM. On their external hard drive. Exactly. Who else is going to do it but me? <laughs> You're doing God's work. Can I shock you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, <clears throat> we we all all nerds like us. Oh, sorry. Steady on. Myself here. <laughs> Hate to just throw around that term so uh, all <laughs> us fellow geeks. You know, we like to support the things we enjoy. Yeah. If, yeah. you know, a Blu-ray box set with Evangelion came out, 
with a decent translation, most of us would probably buy it and would have already yeah. bought it by now. Um, so yeah, that's why there was a lot riding oh. on Netflix. It's a shame, but hopefully we get something better yeah, later on. It is like prohibitively expensive to physically own. Um, it reminds me of another terrible Western release, which was uh, of something very dear to my heart. It's Legend of the Galactic Heroes, right? I mm. don't know if any of you have heard about this. Only from like you a, talking about it. <laughs> it's a 110 episode OVA, three movies, a side story, and some OVAs, right? Um, it's never been released before, right? It got licensed in America last year. And they've put out a box set with all of it, right? Would you like to hazard a guess at how much it costs? <laughs> 300 quid. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> no. It's $800. Jesus. What? So that's about 300 $800. quid. Nice one, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the Legend of the Galactic Heroes premium box set. And there's no other way to own it legally in the world. But there's a lot of that, right? Not, I'm not saying like I mean, $800 I mean, amount. I mean, but... that's a lot of entertainment. Yeah. But... I mean, who has eight hundred dollars to drop on anime? No, Wait, someone just bought a Pokemon card for sixty thousand dollars. Okay, maybe then... there are some people, but this is fucking. <laughs> then they got lost in the mail. This isn't a Pokemon card. This isn't something that used to be a craze in the nineties. This is a Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> Ooh, well, well, are you going to take that? <laughs> used to be. Oh, wow. Fuck, here we go. Wow. No, I'm leaving it there, mate. I'm going to let it simmer for the next couple of years. <laughs> turn up at your house. I'm going to fucking Kill demand you listen to me as I talk to you about the difference between shinies and reverse hollows. Reverse listen, Will, I don't know if you remember, but I was literally at the Pokemon World Championships two years ago. That's true. I remember that. I remember that. Yes. Wow. Anyway. Okay. Speaking right. of Blu-rays and all that business, <laughs> all the anime are putting out some more Gundam stuff. So yeah. All you some stuff as well. All you UK bods like us uh, Wait, can I might finally this. get their hands on some more stuff. They've yeah. got uh, Shars Counterattack coming out soon. It's in a nice collector's edition with some art cards and a poster, I think. Yeah. And finally, Gundam Wing uh, Part One collector's edition is on its way. Uh, I think uh, sixty quid for for Part One of Wing <laughs> and December Sky as well. And they've got yeah. some represses of the movie trilogy and Zeta. Yeah, so and, they, I was and it's they've got more for, for they've while. got more coming for the fortieth anniversary. So yeah, Apparently. turn A, turn A, turn A news news of that coming soon, I think. Really? Uh, yeah. No, uh, no. Um, if you look in America, uh, War in the Pocket Blu-ray is coming. Yeah, but they've like, America's had everything for ages. Right yeah. stuff have been but putting no. out everything over there. So, yeah, lucky but, people. But, that, but don't you know the story of War in the Pocket? Like I've seen it, I. Of, of, no, 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 as in, like, the Masters, they've just recently released War in the Pocket again. Oh, right. On Blu-ray in Japan, because they found the Masters. Oh, nice. So this is a version of that. So it's not a 480p fucking upscale. Yeah. Cool. Well, so, hopefully we get that. I can't remember the... Ones they said were coming in the pipeline, but I will have a look there now, and yeah. I'll let you know are, when I find it. Are Blue Blu-rays region free? Uh, depends what kind. Oh, okay, the blue oh, ones. I'm going, going, to, <laughs> going to America soon. So I wonder if I can pick yeah, up. Yeah, turn out. Nah, I'll just wait till it comes out here. I think. 
Yeah, I want to have like the because yeah. all the all the all the anime ones come out like with the same sort of box art. So it's like yeah. nice to have matching spines. Yeah, it's good. I don't own many Blu-rays. In fact, I only own the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended <laughs> editions. Um, so I, I've bought my second Blu-ray, which is the uh, Gundam movie trilogy, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So the summer I'm sorry, of Gundam. I'm gonna... I want to. I want to rant about this. Sixty pounds for part one of Gundam Wing. Yeah, so I know yeah, this is five minutes it's ago. It's four Blu-rays. <laughs> but yes, yeah, sixty pounds. Sixty. It does come I with guess, a limited I... edition rigid storage storage box, which is a, a cardboard box. Sixty pounds. Yeah. Uh, it's only a thousand units, I suppose, but still, yeah, like. I mean, if there are only a thousand. Uh, but what does that matter? And in the grand scheme of things, what the fuck does a thousand units matter? Because, you know, it's not like there's a scarcity of. Like, you can't. It's not like. I, I'm sat at my computer right now. I can make every episode of Gundam appear in a very short space of time. <laughs> so it's not like you know they're they're incredibly rare. It's hard to get hold of these things or anything. It's no, and so and then charging sixty I, quid I for the privilege of having something that is artificially rare because they haven't made any more of it. I, I and... think it's to cover licensing costs. It's a minimum amount to cover licensing costs. <sighs> but surely, like if any Gundam show is going to sell, it's Wing, like. That's the one most people that, have that's seen. That's probably why it's 60 quid versus Zeta Gundam being £41. But why are they only making a 1000 Okay, maybe this is just a limited edition, uh, this but might, there's, yeah, there's no other version that I can see. Yeah. Double Zeta's collector's editions have not sold out. Bless. All the anime, if you're listening, get on the blower. We want to talk this over. <laughs> Straighten a few, few things out, all right? Four also, Blu-rays! That's Can fifteen pound a disc. Please send us free Blu-rays, please. Yeah, if you send us some for free, then everything's we fine. We really like you. Forget what I just said about pirating all every episode of Gundam this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Not even pirating it's, it; it's on YouTube, like, officially. It is. It literally is. Yeah, that's true. And also, I suppose anime has you know we've been conditioned to expect higher prices. Like, you know, what, a VHS or a DVD used to be 20 quid and have, like, three episodes, and it's like, bloody hell. Yeah. It's not easy trying to support them sometimes. I I remember um, when I was a teenager, I used to not eat and save the lunch money, then go to the Blockbuster and see what anime was in the four for £20. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I have weave. half completed collections of so many series <laughs> at my parents' house. Had Robotech, fucking piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Macross Plus, loads of stuff. Cash Earn as well. The original Cash Earn. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, miss, I miss Blockbuster, lads. Me too. Anyway. Gundam Build Divers has a new show coming out. Is it going to be good this time? I don't know. I'm, I'm not really that inspired by any. No, of we're not doing this. We're not doing a second depression podcast. <laughs> okay, right. Positivity. <laughs> let's let's watch the Gundam Build Divers re-rise trailer. Okay, I can commit to that. What do we know about it so far? Uh, <laughs> wow. 
I I watched the trailer when it came out. Is it the same characters? No, I don't think so. You post a link in the thing. In the Discord? In, yeah, or the doc. Either or. Okay, I'll paste it in the doc. Put it in the doc. So it's part of this... So the Gundam Rewrite trailer is part of this Gundam 40th promotional video where they're doing loads of stuff around Gundam, basically. They've got a big presence at Comic-Con. Beyond! They make a whole thing of their 40th anniversary. So they got Hathaway's Flash on the way. They're running out of time, like It's halfway through. Oh, that is... The, the trailer is not in there. <laughs> United States is going crazy for Gundam. Gundam will occupy all of San Diego. Oh, no. <laughs> is this like, is was is that a threat? <laughs> Fucking convention center crumpled under the foot of a Zaku. I hope okay. so. Oh no, that's the that's the wrong trailer. Oh, lads, they're giving away gun, paper Gundam visors that you can wear on your head. Sick. Damn it. Okay, so in this nice. video, not the last one, about Gundam's crushing San Diego, in this video, it will have like a five second snippet of Rerise, and that's all we know about it. Basically. Clicking, I'm clicking. Yep, looks like. Uh... Gundam. <laughs> uh, yep, pretty much. Not not much to go on there, really. <sighs> no, not at all. You know what? Some shots of Hathaway in that as well, which is great. They should just put us in charge of Gundam. Let's call it Gundam International. <laughs> and overnight, overnight success. Gundam International. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm on board. Where do I sign? Oof, that red um, Xeon cap is slightly problematic. Bit Trump-esque. Does it look very Nazi? Make side three great again? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, take that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we don't know much about it yet, which means it could be amazing. We could be, yes. Could let's be amazing. Let's be optimistic. Build Fighters has the capacity to be one of the best Gundam shows. Yeah, the first one was mm. great. Build Divers has the capacity to be one of the best Gundam shows. Yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Gundam Breaker. Remember New Gundam Breaker? What? I don't remember New Gundam Breaker. I never played speaking it. Speaking of speaking of quality Gundam Breaker. That's products. on PC, right? <laughs> huh? New Gundam Breaker's on PC, right? Because I just I got a yeah, PC in the in the interim. So maybe I'll yes. see if I can get it. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be interesting mods for that video game. That's true. Yeah, New Gundam Breaker wasn't great. So to assuming I'm completely assuming this. To to get at any sort of profit out of the tech they built for the new Gunbreaker. They've made new Gunbreaker Mobile. It is a gacha game where you collect Gundam parts. And there's like action y bits. Yeah, I. Sounds alright. Just looking at it, 
I can't remember what New Gundam Breaker looks like, uh, but this looks like our assets and like the style of Gundam Breaker 3. Like it, it's giving me heavy, uh, let's aim for parts out vibes. <laughs> yeah, I want that though. I want to. It's aim called parts um, for parts out. It's called Gundam Battle in the West, isn't it? I've no idea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's um. It has a horrific Western name, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah, like yeah. Um, uh, is it... I I don't think it's available in Europe yet. Is it? No. I don't know. No. Oh no, it's called Gundam Battle colon. Gumpler Warfare. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. But, but th- Japan, it has... Just... Um, so I, I play some gacha games, and um, what's cool is that... Uh, I think this probably says quite a lot about how we consume our entertainment in the year of our law 2019. When I'm setting <laughs> a loading screen for a video game, I can play one of these gacha games because uh, they have auto modes where you don't actively engage with your entertainment, you just let it run uh, for you. And this has that. So you can at least, whilst you're sitting in a queue for your raid in Final Fantasy, you can watch Gundams fight. That's and, all right. And then customise them. All right. You know what? I'm going to give it a go. You know? Yeah. I'm going to look at that weird app store that you recommended, Ollie. Uh, what was it called again? It, well, that is for the Asian version. Coo app. Q-O-O-A-P-P. If you, that is a, an app you can install on your uh, Android device, which allows you to install... Um, like It primarily serves up um, games with, that have anime girls in the icon. From, Perfect! <laughs> from Asia. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so they, if you want to get involved in Asian gacha games, use that. But after sending that link, I noticed that it is coming to the West, so you don't need to do weird workarounds. But not Europe. What? I, let me yeah, pre-register yeah, for it not... on the on the um, oh, the older Google Play yeah. Store there. It did. Yeah. When I tried it, it wasn't there. Yeah, yeah I can't find me, it. Let me just. I'm sure it did. Or it was uh, just one of the little mental breaks that I had. No, yeah, it's, it's totally not there. The fuck did I click the on The human that? cost of crunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not there. <laughs> fuck knows what I clicked. Man to signs up to several anime babe apps. <laughs> <laughs> which rinse his bank account. Cool, right. Cue app it is then. Get on it. <laughs> I'm on. Or sideload an APK when it comes yeah. out for you. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Um... So I think that's about it for news, really. Um, yeah, so uh, they've basically still got stuff in the pipeline. That 40th anniversary video, it's Comic-Con soon. We're probably going to see oh some uh, live-action Gundam movie stuff coming up. Oh, shit. You know, that's literally... I spent all of today putting together a strategy for Comic-Con, and I literally didn't even think about Gundam. You're off well, the team. They... They paid a lot of money to have top billing at Anime Expo, and they've got a massive booth at Comic Con. It seems. Is there? A, um, is this is legendary? We're talking about. This is Bandai. Oh, Ban! Right, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought. Um... But they have a panel at Comic Con with Legendary. Shh. Oh, seriously? When's that? So, yeah. <laughs> I need to take I'm, notes. Look, I, I, I don't know. We're, 
I don't know. This is your job, fam. Yeah, I'll like... look that up right after this. <laughs> if you need someone to pop into the office tomorrow, just let him know. He'll come in and sort this all out for you. Cheers, mate. Um, so I think we're going to see some Gundam movie stuff, but don't hold me to that, because Comic-Con is literally a, a couple of days after we record. <laughs> oh, we always do this. We, we have a, an odd talent for waiting <laughs> until on the cusp of... Big, big news. Big media event. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. oh yeah, let's do it now, lads. I mean, in fairness, we wanted to do this for Evangelion, so yeah, fuck you. Guys, I'm downloading that JoJo's Match 3 game. <laughs> 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 Sorry for being a little quiet there while I was... <laughs> cool app delivered. Yep, immediately. So thanks, Ollie. Um, <laughs> shall we take a slight break before getting on some new kit news? Sure thing, yeah. baby! Yep. Welcome back to Gumpel Club, and we've got some new kit news. Uh, the first point I wrote was Evangelion is cool, huh? Um, but <laughs> well, let's is. ignore that. It is very cool. We'll talk about more Evo later. Um, I think the biggest news uh, of our absence was the Master Grade Barbatos. Yeah. At Anime Expo. Um, coming out this winter, it will come with the Smoothball Gun. The big mace and a one to one hundred Mikazuki figure. Um, That's and cool. Of course it's katana. So it, I I don't know how I feel about this design. To be honest, in MG form, I think it looks weird. I think it looks really strange. The proportions it's, are it's the legs are wrong. Like Barbatos has a lot of yeah, it has a lot of like space between its um, like the panels and the joints. It looks quite lithe. And I'm not really getting that from the MG. Yeah, I'm not really sure what they're trying to do here. Like, I I think it's just the legs and the and the specifically the knees that look really off to me in this video. Mm. And the horn looks odd as well. I, mm. I really can't put my finger on it. Like, Barbatos seems like a hard one to fuck up, especially when the high resolution one looked pretty good. So, um, and on that note, a third party bootlegger has made a kit of equal caliber in plastic form of Barbatos Lucas, so take from that what you will. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I'm not really feeling it, lads. The mace looks like they've they've sort of downgraded it a bit. Yeah, it looks a little uh, anemic. Yeah, yeah, it looks like the mace needs to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the promotional photo, well, the photo from Anime Expo, has the model itself, and then behind it is like the animated version, and the mace is big and huge and nice. That's um, true. In the, it's like, look the what we fucked up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So I'm not really feeling it. I'm glad it exists, and I can't wait to see the inevitable lupus release. Yeah. Because I'm sure that might fix a lot of the issues I have with... They're milking it all over again. That, Which might just be my problem with Barbatos Type 4 or whatever it is. That they're releasing here. I think any other versions of that has B Bandai written all over it. So 
I'm not. I reckon they'll make it regular release for bloopers at least. Oh, really? Yeah, I have to. It's the most popular. Well, to me, it's it's the one I like the most, so they have to, I can't do it. <laughs> you tell them, son. Not allowed. No. Um, so I'm sure we'll see more of that in the coming months. Um, and next up on the list is a figureized mechanics Gundam Base Limited Harrow lighting unit set. So this is a big Harrow figure. How big is it? That lights up. Because the photos don't really have any reference. Scale. I need like a I banana think it's or something. Centimeters like diameter. Really? So it's pretty large. That's cool. I think yeah. I'd have that if it wasn't insanely hard to but, get. Yeah, I am going to Japan next year, as I previously mentioned. And if well, when I go to Gun Base, I'm sure. I don't know. They probably won't have them by then, will they? Uh, they have a if they do pretty uh, a fairly long rotation, but not six months. Really, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. They, they might not they to might cycle it not out. to piss all over your party, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Gundam based limited kits are not that hard to find in somewhere like Nakano if they are out of stock. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But I reckon Japan is the time to find the Blue Destiny. <laughs> like, if there is any time that I purchase the high grade Blue Destiny, it will be when I am in Japan. Yeah, I get very acquainted um, with the post office there. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure I will be. Um,. The next thing says, last episode we said we'd talk about Shizuoka. So there is so, that's a rundown of everything from Shizuoka, and then I pulled out the good stuff. Cool. Uh, okay. Let's Let's do the good, good, good stuff. stuff. Should we just do the good yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Real great new Gundam. Yeah, baby. Looks good. Oh, I'm into this. The well, Everything looks good about this. Yeah. Has there not been one before? No. No. Oh, that's surprising. No. Just a great, couple of MGs. The uh, skirt yeah. joint at the front there looks really good. Yeah. Mm. Also, the inner frame looks so meaty. The meaty inner frame. Damn, I'm actually really into this. This has got to. When was the last? Got to get water slides for it. The, the last MG was the Verka. Yeah. The new. Which was quite a while what? back. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It's good. So I, I, like my new Vokar's legs, its knees are getting very wobbly. I've already got the Sazabi all decaled up, so this makes sense. Yeah, for me, like I, I know I'm gonna get this. The only thing that I don't like are, are the panel lines on the funnels at the back there. I'm not too hot on those, but aside from that, I'm well in for that. Yeah, I've always wanted a new. So, um, I thought I had transitioned to MGs only, but um. And these real grades are getting real good. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Real good. You can fit more of them on a shelf. That uh, is true. Um, yeah, I'm into that actually a lot. It's um, uh, it's just the that color palette is so nice, similar to the Mark II. It's just that. Yeah, the mutant oh, blue. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm. So it has highly detailed structure. The real grade design has come to another level by providing this kit with an extended detailing. Part separation and added never before seen accents to the new Gundam are embevved on this game. <laughs> yeah, baby! Oh, bless you, Bandai. Uh, high quality realistic decals will play a huge part for this RG kit, which I'm sure they will supply to us as stickers instead of decals. 
more decals will be added to the kit as Bandai Spirits improve the prototype. Okay. Yeah, looks very good. I'm into it. It looks really good. Like, like that is an instant buy to me, at least. So, MG New. RG New, even. Yep, looking forward to it. Next up is a Zaku, but not one that we've seen before. I really like this. It is a mm. Master Grade Lunamaria Gunner Zaku Warrior. And this is actually a redesign uh, from of the original Zaku for Gundam Seed Destiny. Oh. But they've redesigned that to be a bit more angular now. And it looks fit. Yeah, It looks it good. Very cool. I really like it. I had a no-grade version of this back in the day. And this looks so much better. What is the and big tank on its back? It's to power the big fucking gun with. Oh, right. I thought it might be a nuclear bomb or something. It's got like a fabric sort of pipe. Like a yeah, yeah a pipe cleaner. <laughs> yeah. It looks weirdly flocked, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, it it's nice. Smooth. It's like woven. Oh, oh yeah. It. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. I want it. Yeah. It this looks, looks really nice. nice, yeah. It looks really nice. Yeah, the more I look at this, the more I want it. Which is <laughs> I mean, weird. it is a red, uh, shark coloured Zaku. But... Not a huge fan of that colour, if I'm honest. It's a bit too... See, it's just the, the curse of the, the peach. <laughs> the peachy, shar pink. But I, I am really like it. fairly colourblind, so whatever. Um, have you seen how they're doing the... Um, not the... Uh, the, the the cords, the Zaku heat cord power line thing. You know what I'm on about? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the annoying thing on the MG Zakus that made your nails come off. Mm. Yeah. The pipes. So they've done a different... Yeah, yeah, the pipes. They're different now. What are they doing different? So, instead, it's going to be moulded inside real grade style. Oh, cool. And outside will be the pipes so nice presumably you don't have to destroy your fingernails anymore oh a welcome welcome advancement of the traditional zaku i really like this kit it looks really nice it will go well with my uh destiny and strike freedom yeah that's cool uh, what's up next next Oh, we got a corker here. It's the high-grade Penelope from Hathaway's Flash. This is edgy. <laughs> it, it's a chonk. What kind of colours are we I talking? I hate it. <laughs> I hate oh, it. Gundam colours. Uh, it looks like a fighter jet had sex with a Zoid. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? It can't even... It doesn't even know oh, what it is. I've got updated pictures here of the colour scheme. Let me just... Uh, oh, nice. I'm just going to replace the link there. All right. I'll really get involved. This Penal is exciting. Lope. I'm well up for the Penelope. Okay, yeah. So... Oh, okay. Ah. So it seems like the big armour on top is like a shroud that you can put on top of the Odysseus Gundam, it's called. No idea. Never read Hathaway's Flash. Me neither. But this is something that people have been asking for. for is it? <laughs> it's really like... Is. Have you seen its feet, man? It's like... <laughs> 50 it's a... quid, though. 
It's a bit Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so much it? going on. It it doesn't look very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, at... what the hell is that pterodactyl-looking neck sticking out over its head? Like, what is... What what the fuck? Knows. I mean... I can suspend my disbelief so far, but this is just taking the mission. <laughs> Advance of Zeta, baby! We finally found the thing that made Will go, no. No. No, this is... So, I'm sorry, but... Sorry, I'm stupid stupid now. Bit. I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost 8,000 yen. What the fuck? It's so weird. That's more expensive than the new Vercar. Yeah. But to be fair, though, these... Like, because it is a big kit, it's going to be a very... Very big. It's basically an acid size kit. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. But oh, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, not too put off by it. Yeah, this is one where I'll hold out for the reviews. Yeah, and see a Gumpler reviewer struggle with it and be like, ha, "Dodge yeah. that bullet." Uh, <laughs> Good luck, Zaku Aurelius. <laughs> <laughs> Laying the gauntlet down. <laughs> Right, we've got the HGAC Gundam Sand Rock. Yeah, baby. I mean... Don't really, don't really care. Looks fine. I love the Sand Rock, oh, but yeah. I don't love this. I would love a nice... I would love a Verka. Like a nice, fucked up version. Callum. Uh-huh. Callum, hey. Yeah. There's a, there's a third party. Oh, I know. That's the great. I know. <laughs> I can hear the sirens. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. You should go look at it. Say no more. Say no more. It's gone Samuel Decal. <laughs> it looks really look, nice. they're all in bed in Asia. Don't wake them up at this hour. <laughs> Hello, it's the police again. Come to your cars. Convince and convince the Bandai police. Listen to this podcast. Right. Next time. Next, we've got. I've almost said next time on Dragon Ball Z there. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got the P Bandai MG One to One Hundred XMX Zero Crossburn Gundam X Zero Verka. XOXO, grow up! It's it's a horrible crossbone that's silver and almost definitely molded in a horrible silver. Mm. Yeah, these are it is shit. Terrible pictures as well. So, yeah. but it does have two shotguns. Yeah, that's good. I'm at that point fair enough. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. And hella nubs all over it too. The rest of it is Blackbush Market as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Little local reference for you Southerners. Um, So next we've got another Peter Bandai release. It's the RG1144 Tall Geese 3. That's very very handsome. That's a nice blue. It's very nice. I like its hair. Royal blue. Like the railgun looking thing that it's got. Yeah. I like it when railguns like split out. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And it has that hollow bit yes. in the middle. It's just nothing, and it's just like you know that's where the big daddy beam's gonna be. Oh, big oh, daddy beam. Cool. It's a very cool looking kit. It's a shame it is premium Bandai anyway. And finally, now, woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, lads, can I just preface this? I cannot believe this has happened. <laughs> this is one of my favourite Gundams and I was almost certain that what we have of it was what we were going to get of it but no 
we have a high resolution one to one hundred scale god Gundam coming up. That is insane. I think it looks banging. Now it's you say cool. that it's one of your favourites, I can see that. Like this looks like <laughs> if Dragon Ball was a mech. It, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. That's literally it. Yeah. Like they oh god, it's so cool. It is it's got very big cool. beefy thighs, those nice fucking details on it. This that, I think this might be uh this is an essential purchase for me, I think, lads. That really high kick just, yeah. pose that it's got going on in one of those images looks cool. Yeah, and I did like the you know, I thought the astray looked a bit weird, but after looking at some reviews for the high resolution astray, the more humanoid look it has is pretty cool. But like the God Gundam is just a full on super robot, you know? Remind so, me where high resolution fits on the grading scale. Uh, it hovers around master grade. Okay. Uh, it is expensive. It's fourteen thousand three hundred yen. Oof. Um, <laughs> expensive boy, but uh, I mean, have you seen it? Like, it's a it's a god Gundam. Like, I have to. You know, I just have to. That's fair enough. I'm just, I'm you... just, I just feel defeated looking at it because I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to buy this. Like, I know I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you spent double that on an Eva, and you reckon this is your favourite Gundam, so... Oh, there one you go. Of, yeah. Made the one decision of. for you. But the thing I've heard about these high-resolution kits is that because the frame is pre-built for you, and it's part metal, so it's it's like metal build adjacent, isn't it? So Right. Oh, I see, I see where this is going. Yeah. The other... The way, recent podcast episode i was the only one that was like yeah hgs are all right i still like them the rest of you are like no it's only rgs and mgs for me now and now Simon's <laughs> gonna be like it's only metal builds for me if it's not got metal in fuck off <laughs> uh, seriously looking at i this. want mine setting off airport alarms. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just can't believe that they're doing a god gun down like they, they have no reason to they have literally no reason to. There's it's no on the internet, to. so it must be true. There's nothing, but it even comes with the cool, weird, circly bit at the back. What um, favorite bit? What series is it from? Sekiha. It's from uh, G Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically Ollie, and for those of you who don't know, uh, instead of having wars, every four years each country gets a representative oh! to fight in the Gundam. Yeah. Yes, the racism. Uh, so it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's that one. Right, and the God Gundam is uh, Neo Japan's mobile suit. Cool, and it, it can be summoned with the snap of your fingers. And I wish I, I'm clicking my fingers, but it's not. <laughs> so I'll need I will need to import it from some retailer somewhere. Yeah, that will be everywhere. Yeah, it'll be great. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> right. Um, anime Games Manga. Mm. That's what we have in the document. Yeah. So let's talk about some Anime Games and Manga. Uh, new Evangelion stuff. So the trailer for the new rebuild just dropped. And I'm not going to go into it. I've not seen it. Um, because I don't want to spoil it for myself. But let's just say uh, the third rebuild movie went in a certain direction, and ever since then, Hideaki Anno has not been wanting to make it for a while. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, I watched this with the trailer. Yeah, I've not seen any of the rebuild movies. Um, I finished rewatching Evangelion and End of Evangelion, and then I watched the trailer for this, and I didn't recognize it at all. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, like uh, the third three point three goes in a wild direction. And for a long time, I thought that it wasn't going to be continued. But it looks like Anno is committed to actually finishing the rebuild series off. And it's well, it's next year, right? Mm. Yeah. That's big, that. That's big, that. <laughs> you know? Uh, I can't believe it's happening because it's been such a... Like, I got into Evangelion when the first... Just before the first rebuild came out. So, it's a bit weird... And that was 2007. So it's been 12 years since then. So, Callum, you've been watching Gundam NT. How was that? I watched Gundam NT, and it was good. Yeah? Really? Do you know what? Ooh. It was good. I actually enjoyed it, right? So the thing is that they put out that, what was it, 23? The first 23 minutes or 17 minutes or something? Yeah. That's absolutely the worst bit of the film. Yeah. It's like just 23 minutes of talking about stuff that happened in Unicorn without explaining any of it whatsoever. Ah, uh, Laplace. And it's just very much like going on about Vist and Laplace's box and all this stuff. And you're just like, okay, yeah, sure. I can't really remember what happened in Unicorn to that level of detail at this point of my life. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But like after it sort of dropped. It kind of drops off the whole, ah, unicorn, ah, thing, and then gets into actually just being its own film. And it's actually, it's pretty engrossing. And um, I hear they do some really cool new type stuff with it. Yeah, there's some quality new type flashes and uh, there's some some bits of like old footage from older series and stuff. Um. Yeah, it's it's actually it's worth the time. It's so it's about like these kids who predicted the colony drop and they're like new types, and then one of them is controlling the the Gundam f- unicorn Fenix, and um, yeah, so it's about the kind of struggles of these now adults in this kind of inserting themselves into politics a bit. And there's a bunch of fights, and it's cool. It sounds very and the baddie, the baddie is called Zoltan. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of just like a drunk char. He's just, <laughs> he just, he's just willfully mental. You can also. I've got some notes rent. here, and one of them is a quote from the film, uh, which where someone says she has enhanced muscles. So there's that as well. Hmm. Which muscles? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't specify. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, music in it. So, like during fights, there's like music with vocals, oh, <laughs> like underneath everything. Like that. That's kind of jarring. I mean, that worked for dra- the new Dragon Ball movie. So, dun, 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 dun. can't say I've seen it. To be they fair. just shout the names of the characters <laughs> in the in yeah. the song. It's, yeah. like, it's like a hype man. Like it's, like, it's amazing. It's like whenever Goku is beating up Broly, it's like Goku, Goku. All oh, right. Well, this is this is a bit more sort of non sequitur. Like, 
just entirely just it's just like somebody put a song under it which is fair enough I've got more notes here one says the Phoenix is like Mewtwo Ooh. well's in so that's quite good yeah yeah <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> uh, the way they try and capture the Phoenix is like reminding me of Ghostbusters <laughs> you know how they like set the trap on the floor oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like the ghost. You know, why hasn't anyone <laughs> described this movie to me like this before? Because I really want to watch it now. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really seen it. So uh, I, I took the bullet. And it was good. I would recommend it. Uh, the first, like, 20 minutes to half an hour are kind of like... I was like, oh boy. This is, like, the most Gundam film that could possibly be. It's just like, ah, thing happening in the past. And also, we, this is the truth. <laughs> But um, yeah, when it when it kind of grows into itself and little fan servicey moments, not fan service, fan service, but little the new type stuff and a lot of, there's like uh, gas canisters in space that are like in danger of going critical because of this Zoltan boy. It's yeah, it it, it becomes a bit of a a romp. Would you say? If I was reviewing movies for a national newspaper, I would say it's an enjoyable romp. You've convinced me. I'm going to make time to watch yeah. it. Yeah. After I've watched Detective Pikachu and John Wick 3. It was good. Yeah. It was good. But also, after that, uh, there are two episodes of Gundam vs. Hello Kitty. Oh, really? They are <laughs> two and a half minutes each. Nice. <laughs> uh, and they are very cute. It's good. It's like Hello Kitty sees an episode of Gundam on the TV and she's like, oh no, that poor boy, Amaro. And I have to, I have to help him. <laughs> so she somehow goes into the Gundam universe and like just kind of flies up to the Gundam and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, are you sure? Like it, it's really weird and good and cute. So that sounds great. That's floating on the on the web um yeah it's like six minutes of your life so what they're trying to sell it, you. but there's more episodes there's more episodes coming in 2020 <laughs> what the fuck uh, i don't know what they're trying to sell me but it's the 45th anniversary of hello kitty and so there's i don't know it seems like someone's pet project that got out of hand sounds like it's a, someone's pet project a dark commentary on yeah, on amaro where he sees a cute cat and all he can think of is a yeah. yusha yeah. You know what? It's just that episode where Amaro goes to visit his mother and he lies in bed and shoots that Zeon soldier. Do you remember? Yeah, that? It's yeah. just that, but with a Hello Kitty instead. <laughs> Pretty if much. Pretty much. Zeon soldier is just a Hello Kitty. I'm in for that. The, the second episode, like, I don't think it's much of a spoiler, but the second episode ends just as someone's like firing a beam rifle towards Hello Kitty. So. <laughs> Have to wait till next year to see if Hello Kitty is incinerated. I guess I don't know. We'll see. The headshot like know. silly as <laughs> Yeah, it's a heck of a way to go out. Right. We've had Sanrio are like right. <laughs> we've had our fun. We're retiring Hello Kitty the, the by getting her shot. And a Gretzko mashup. Give it to me. Oh, Oof. that would be good. Yeah, more Sanrio. Bandai uh, crossovers would be nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Also, maybe even worth mentioning is that uh, Gundam had like a collaboration with a baseball team, well, no, the Hiroshima no, Carp. Baseball team. 
everybody. I've only seen. No. I'm just saying this is coming off the top of my head, but like I've only seen merch for the Hiroshima Carp, and it was fucking amazing. Oh mate, th- there's a Gundam for Nippon Ham Fighters. It's great. What? Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, baseball is the best sport. I I like a couple of my friends are into it, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll Google it, and then I just start. I'm one of those people. These Google alerts mm-hmm. for all the scores. So I searched Nippon Ham Fighters because that's like I decided I should support. Uh, nice. My team, I have an, an American team, uh, obviously because my wife is American. So we are we're at Pittsburgh Pirates fans, and they are they just lost six five. Okay, unlucky. <laughs> I don't know anything about baseball. Yeah, bit of a losing. All streak. I know is that I get Google alerts for whenever Nippon ham fighters are playing. <laughs> it's worth a watch. It's pretty easy to understand. It's like three hours long, and it's very boring, and it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. In for it. But yeah, they've like the Hiroshima Carp t-shirts I saw was like a cartoon of Char like Aww. batting. It was it's Chef's Kiss. That's <laughs> for some reason I've only it. just remembered that um I wore a Gundam t-shirt when I went to interview Mitsuhiro Arita, the Pokemon artist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at the end of the interview he said you should have worn a Pokemon t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I felt stupid. What the hell? Oh yeah, Pokemon, the mortal enemy of Gundam. What? I thought, you know, that's a bit keen, isn't it? Wearing, you're going to meet someone who draws Pokemon wearing a Pokemon t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. That's like... And then you turn up and at the, at the end he's like, you should have worn a Pokemon t-shirt that I drew. <laughs> that's like going to a gig with a band shirt on. But you don't do you exactly don't do roll it with a Digimon t shirt on. <laughs> Zoids. Some fucking Mpreg Misty hands. No, wait, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cut that out. It's Yokai Watch. The M and Mpreg stands for Misty. Right. Uh, Lads, shall we talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion? Sure. So let's talk about Evangelion. It's just come to Netflix. A lot of people are re-watching it. A lot of people are watching it for the first time. So how did each of you first come across Evangelion? I want to know your dirty secrets. I was into Reveltech toys years and years and years ago. Mm. And uh, PlayAsia was selling off some either... Revel Techs for cheap, and I've got the yellow one and the red one, uh, and they're pretty good. And then I didn't know what Eva was for years and years and years, and then I watched it a couple of years ago. Nice. Yeah, what did you think of it? I thought it was... Uh, I'd hated the first episode because it's that very stereotypical get in the robot 
I don't want to get in the robot. Yeah. Get in the robot. I don't want to get in the <laughs> robot. Oh, but I will get in the robot because I finally understand <laughs> that I can help people. I'm in the robot and it's fucking awesome. And it's like, it yeah. felt a bit played out, but coming to it so late, you d- I didn't realize that that's where it came from. That, that all these other shows are building on that. And then it goes on and uh, it kind of reveals itself in layers. And you don't realize that that's what it's going to do, where it starts mm. off as, you know, a monster and a robot has to fight the monster. And then it kind of reveals itself to be these very personal human dramas of a very disparate cast of different experiences and different types of personalities and people all being brought into this kind of one focal crisis point and watching them deal with that in different ways. Like the Shinji and Asuka um, synchronized episode was like, it's a good monster of the week episode, but it's a really good depiction of, of um, learning to work together and, how these machines work and then there's all the stuff with misato and i forget his name um kaji sorry kaji yeah um and like all that kind of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and all the conspiracy stuff it's it kind of really draws you in Uh, yeah i think my first experience with eager was oh my god there's this amazing anime you've got to watch it and I'd watched bits and pieces of Gundam before, so I was I was like I was like into into Gundam at that point. I'd mm. watched a bunch of U- UC, and um, to me, because I was so entrenched in those Gundam tropes, Evangelion just like it, it threw me off a bit. And I was like, ah, oh, this is this is quite <laughs> different because, like you said, like as as you watch a show, you, you gradually realise that like boy that does not want to get into the robot it is more than it seems mm. because eventually it becomes okay Shinji doesn't want to get in the robot but he he runs away he comes back because getting in the robot is the only affirmation he can get as a human being yeah he and never seems to be really having a good time he's no, just sort he's, of like he's never tr- he's, he's, but he believes that that's the best thing for him is to be in the robot. Yeah. Right? And I find that very painfully sad. Like, um, especially, like, after when this came out, like, uh, well, when, when I was watching it, sorry, was uh, when the rebuilds were coming, so I was keen to get the uh, original show done and dusted before before that, but turns out that the rabbit hole went much deeper than that. <laughs> uh, so... Chopes, you've seen the series, but not the movie. I haven't seen the end of Evangelion, right. and I haven't okay. seen any of the uh, rebuilds, but um, Rach and I, Rach hasn't watched it, but we are now watching it together, and so I will get to it, and then I'll do the, uh, the rebuilds. Awesome. And Simon, you've seen most of it, right? Um, I've seen everything, yeah. So <laughs> I, I've seen the TV show, <laughs> Death Rebirth, Evan- end of Evangelion and all three rebuilds. Blimey! Uh, and then Callum. I've seen the I've seen the series years ago. Um, I can't even remember if I finished it. I'm I, I'm terrible, but I've also read the manga. Ooh! So ah. I guess I I know I know things that have happened. So this is an instance where the manga 
came after the anime, written by someone totally different, right? But it does expand on some of the themes. Yeah. I believe it was Roald Dahl that wrote the anime. <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion by Roald Dahl, with illustrations <laughs> by William Blake. One of the Get in the robot, Charlie Bucket. One of the angels is a giant peach. <laughs> um, so have you rewatched any since it came to Netflix? Uh, like four episodes. Okay. So yeah, pretty slow rewatch over here. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm yeah, not I'm, fully it's good. What what's kind of like struck me on the rewatch is how much sort of negative space it has. There's like moments where it sort of lingers for too long, like maybe three times as like long as amount of time, right? something should. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like There's that. There's a, a famous elevator scene where it's just Asuka and um, oh, what's the name? Ray. Ray in an elevator. Yeah. Solid Snake climbs up a big ladder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or four invisible soldiers, um, but yeah, it, it's famous for that. Um, and then, pr- briefly touch on my experience. I was halfway through Double Zeta, and then people on Twitter told me to watch Evangelion because I hadn't watched it before. So I watched it, and it was very weird. Um, but I've rewatched yeah. the series on Netflix and End of Evangelion, and I have come to appreciate it on a whole other level. Um, so, so did you watch it when you were younger? No, I only watched no. it as an adult. Oh, that's very interesting. But <laughs> let's uh, let's get deep here. I mean, one of the main themes of Evangelion is depression. Um, and yeah, I, I've watched it, to give you too much information, before and after I've you know suffered with depression. So watching it again now is like, oh shit, like I'm, I'm relating to this robot show in a completely different way and actually to some of the yeah. characters who i wouldn't have related to before um yeah so yeah it's 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 like a big onion with lots and lots of layers <laughs> I, th- there was a point in time i think it was like five four five years ago where i was just like you know what evangelion it ain't shit there's there's like no meaning <laughs> to it basically i was like you know you know is it like people are looking for some sort of coda yeah, like a me- like a meaning to the story after you watch it, and I I don't think that younger me was looking for the right things when I was watching Evangelion because no. at that point at that point I was like a fourteen year old kid I was like wow cool robot you know you know like that that was my extent of the understanding of what was going on there I was like oh no bad things are gonna happen another angel oh my god what the hell oh it's so crazy you know what I mean. Yeah, you can mo- you can can enjoy a lot of it on that level uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. But the real shit with Evangelion now, watching it as an adult, is like, oh, oh no, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> because I I think when I watched it when I was younger, I was like, oh, like Shinji, Asuka, Ray. But now watching it, it's more like okay, I, I now sort of identify with like Misato and uh, what's her name the doctor uh Ritsuko R- Ritsuko and uh, Kaji a lot more yeah uh, me too yeah being, being a bit older now I've heard a lot of people say that like as they grow up they tend to relate to those um those older characters because they have you know entirely separate worries they're more responsible um they're more um outward thinking rather than the three pilots who are more sort of sort of self-obsessed or worried about themselves 
Um, so should we, like, I don't want to spoil everything. Like, obviously, I don't want to spoil End of Evangelion for you, Ollie. But we could talk, um, brief, like, top level about the show, what it's about. Do you think it's worth doing that for listeners who maybe haven't seen the show? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so... so. <laughs> I think it is worth putting out a spoiler warning that... Yeah, this is the spoiler warning. Pretty much but... after the first episode of Evangelion, you get into stuff that you would consider a spoiler. Like, it, it yeah. start, that show starts going places yeah. immediately. And yeah. so anything that we're about to say will go places that you might not want to hear about if you are planning to do a watch. Um, if, yeah, just skip to the questions. <laughs> <laughs> unsubscribe <laughs> delete throw away your phone uh, so yeah throw away my phone so Evangelion takes place 15 years after the second impact like a world shattering event um, which which caused a bunch of shit like half of humanity died uh-huh. they're, they're just dead now and um, I think angels have started to appear and angels are like these massive demon things, like these massive kaiju beasts that have to be defeated in different ways. And to defeat the monsters, they created the Evangelions, which is like a massive, gigantic robot that storms about the city, fucking them up. And, what we later uh, realise is it's an actual gigantic person or a gigantic angel-type creature with armour on top. Yeah. It's not a robot. Evangelion is people. Evangelion is a people. Um, so if you thought and... that our spoiler warning was <laughs> was just just a bit of a laugh, or you thought you'd give it a few seconds, you've now got one of the biggest ones. <laughs> Unlucky. Yeah. And end of episode one. <laughs> we go some places from here. So there are there are there's obviously. Monster of the Week, that's a lot of the show. But then there's relationships between, you know, there's romantic relationships, there's parental relationships, there is depression, there is religion, there is there's depression. a lot of religious themes. Yeah, the characters are depressed, characters are insecure, characters are worried about what people think of them, the characters are... Alcoholics. Not who you think they are, <laughs> characters are alcoholics. There's a penguin who lives in a fridge. Like, there's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... It, yeah. it descends, like, this show descends into some stuff. But that's not to say, like, you can't enjoy it on a really base level for how it's presented, basically. Like, it looks great. It sounds great. No matter how you consume it and whatever your reading or your take from it is, I'm convinced that you will enjoy watching Evangelion. And then you'll get to the final couple of episodes and then you'll think, uh, am I watching the right thing? Because, I mean, legend has it that Gainax ran out of budget towards the end. Well, apparently, Um, it was like they were just sort of making it up as they went along. Yeah, and, um, you know, Arno... was very depressed. And I think the story goes is that Arno was really depressed when he was making Ava. So Ava's sort of a, a reflection on him at the time. Uh, there's a really good letter online about him speaking about this. Um, but basically, like halfway through Evangelion production, he got well into. Uh, he was like looking up. He didn't know anything about depression or like mental health 
mm. and then uh, he started reading. It was a different time back in the forties. <laughs> yeah, he, he started reading about like um, Jung and Freud and things like that. So the la- the back half of though that show is informed by what Anno learned when he was making the first part. Yeah, and especially in the final two episodes of the series, which are very um, abstract. Abstract, that's the word, yeah. Yeah. Very abstract. They're almost a conversation that's happening. Well, I mean, it is... It's like a dream. It's like watching a a dream. Yeah, I mean, it's from Shinji's perspective, but you can also see this as Anno's, uh, you know, inner monologue. Figuring this out, you know, on a global audience in the form of an anime um but obviously then after that came end of evangelion which was the movie which isn't a replacement for those two episodes but it's i'd say it's a complementary piece i the ghost ghost bit will we'll have a chat about this later yeah i mean there's <laughs> there's men i mean this is a show where you want to go and read and as i did many many wiki entries on what the hell just happened um, I mean, one way to approach it is just take from it what you what you want, um, and read it how you want to read it. I mean, I don't think there's a definitive there's a right method. Way. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'd heard a lot of people talk to, say to me like that the last episode would almost they treated them as a like a joke, and it, you know it's so stupid, and they had to make a movie to explain the last episodes of the anime, but then. When I actually came to watch it, and having not watched the end of Evangelion, the I felt that the story made a lot of sense. Like what they tried to do with those episodes, the story, the ending of those episodes, I felt wrapped up that story. And yeah, I then I haven't think, yeah. I haven't gone on to read anything about it to see whether my interpretation of that is true or not because I'm waiting to watch the end of Evangelion. But I, if you hear any of this bullshit from people. That it's because it was almost treated as a bit of a laughing it's stock not, with the people that I was yeah. t- talking to. They don't know what they're talking about, and um, don't listen to it and just just enjoy it. And definitely, what you just said about take from it what you will or what you can. Like you don't need to understand it comprehensively to yeah. get your enjoyment out of it. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that too much. You, I, I you actually can think absolutely enjoy it on a surface level, totally. And I don't think yeah, yeah. those last two episodes are that abstract that you don't take away a, a resolution for the characters Not at all. involved. Yeah, I think I, I maybe did it a bit of a disservice. But yeah, that's how I had it. You know, when I had it originally built up to me, it was like, it's great, but then the last two episodes, they ran out of money. Like, don't think about it that way. Think about it as if that's how it was intended. And actually, when I rewatched it, I took way more out of it. And actually, it felt much more complete and it made much more sense yeah um so yeah after that comes death and rebirth which is like a recap movie i didn't bother watching that this time round. i can't remember if there's i think there's some new footage right that there, there literally isn't oh it's just no. the same yeah okay <laughs> and uh end of evangelion which is fantastic um, and then we have the rebuilds and the rebuilds are well, the first one is, I won't spoil too much of it, but they change some aspects of what is told in that story, and then it goes wild. 
So I've heard it starts <laughs> off fairly similar, but then goes on a wild tangent. Ah, oh, it's literally what I just said, William Potter. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, Anno has said this is like, you know, this... now he has time and money, this is the version he can make. But does it, like, I've not seen it, but do you feel like that's the case? Or is it just like, this is just stupid now? I don't think it's stupid. I think that with the things that they did in 3-3, 4 is going to be quite a spectacular cap-off to what might be the last animated Evangelion thing we get. Mm. Mm. Uh, The rebuilds are extremely good. Like, extremely, extremely good. I'm looking forward to watching them. Like... Like you should, like if you're watching it on Netflix, and you watch Death Rebirth and End of Evangelion and think, "Huh, okay, that was cool." That is not the end. Basically, interesting. I'm looking forward to um, seeing them because the, um, like, I think the animation in the show is fantastic, but I think some of the, uh, the rebuild the stuff is fucking the, uh, out of this world. Yeah, yeah. like it's mad. There is something charming, though, I think, about that 90s anime that mm. yeah. when I watched the trailer for 4, it just looked, oh, this looks like a modern anime. Like, it doesn't feel the same. Either. Yeah. Um, End of Evangelion has some spectacular sequences. Like, it looks absolutely mental at points. It looks amazing. Like, I, it's, it's such a good movie. Um. I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on it now. <laughs> well, we'll do an end of the Evangelion <laughs> special next time. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, but I think one of the cool things yeah, like that relates kind of a bit more to our podcast is uh, the depiction of, of the mechs, of the robots, until we found out what they really are. But Because unlike in Gundam, where you see mechs zipping around with jetpacks and all that stuff, these things have um, a battery that lasts nine minutes, and they are plugged into the mains. There is a huge. So they're fighting through these cities, this city, and uh, they have they're training a huge power cord behind them, and uh, they are using not laser weapons, but like basically big, like scaled up assault rifles. An N two bomb. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of got. Despite the 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 mechs themselves don't look very um, realistic, they don't look like kind of very military, uh, but no. they still have this very grounded quality to them because they've got this big power cable coming out the back of them and they have these limitations on. But also, like, the animation and the sound effects, I think, superb. Like, when they're running through the city, like, the camera shake and the sound of the the feet impacting concrete delivers a real sense of uh, huge things moving. And, and that um, organic nature of them. And when they, you know, they can go berserk, that adds, mm. like, this... You know, it's it can be haunting and it can be terrifying. Yeah, like it, it, it's hard to, to to talk about it, like without going t- too deep into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah anyway. uh, but just as a side note, like you're talking about that animation style and that sort of groundedness that the Avers have, Ollie. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a drama 
called Blue Blazers. And Oh yeah, that's wonderful. It's made by well, it was originally written it's a manga written by the guy who made Blazing Transfer Student and he did all the character designs for G Gundam as well. But he went to the same university as the guys who eventually founded Gynax. So you have him inter- interacting with like a younger Hideaki Anno. Yeah, I've just googled and... this, and the first one of the first things I see is Hideaki Anno takes a bath. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, it's 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 great watching, but it's like uh, there's an episode where he like there's a, a like an animation course. And everyone's doing these like amateur animations, and then Anno just comes out with like, "Okay, now look what I can do," kind of thing. And uh, it sort of chronicles uh, their journey and how he met a crazy guy. And Anno also uh, had a girl. There's a great skit. Uh, you might have seen it on Twitter, where um, there's a girl that arrives in their flat. And uh, Anno is just like watching Gundam, <laughs> and the girls just like, "Oh, what are you watching? This is like a kids show, right?" And he's like, "Excuse me," and she's like, "I don't know what the Gundam is," and he's like, "You've never seen Gundam?" <laughs> um, it's it's great. Like, I think you can find all of the drama version out there somewhere, and it is fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot on YouTube, as it turns out. Yeah. There's also yeah, there's blue blazers or Aoi Hono. There's a really cool anime that I like called uh, Shirobako, which is about uh, anime, an anime studio, an anime about an anime studio, yeah. and they have to, um, they're struggling to get their their animation done, and so they go out and find a bunch of subcontractors. And there's a um, uh, very obviously Anno character there. He looks exactly like him. And uh, yeah. is you can see Evers in the like little sketches of Evers, like plastic figures on the shelves and stuff. And it's interesting to see how he has influenced so many other things going forward. Like he just keeps cropping up. Like a lot of people yeah. like name drop him as their inspiration, and uh, he keeps cropping up in uh, other like as references. Yeah, I think probably one of my favorite things about uh blue blazers going back for a bit is like the perspective you have because i think the guy kazuhiko shimamoto he's like um he was never as successful as anna right but he was always faced with him and it's how he deals with someone that is clearly leagues ahead of him. <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's, it's already it's great it's fantastic um, but there's there's elements um, of that in Evangelion with Shinji yeah. and uh, Rei and Asuka all competing. Like Rei never com- competes with anyone really, but Shinji very much lives in her shadow, and then yeah, Asuka's got something to prove. But at that point, you 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 compare Anno's relationship with Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah, right. And then you you see how a lot of that Shinji. Gendo dynamic comms. Right? Yeah. In fact, this show is good. It's interesting. I haven't yeah. thought about it that way before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, fuck. Neon Genesis Evangelion, everybody. <laughs> so I, I was recommending um, it to a friend the other day because um, he watches some anime, um, but I think sometimes struggles knowing which ones to go with. 
Uh, but he also watches like a lot of like HBO style dramas and stuff. And I say like, this is something that you and your wife can enjoy because it's not, uh, you know, on the surface, it looks like, you know, kids and robots, but it's actually because of all this personal drama and all of these different themes and layers that it, it's definitely enjoyable by people that are not necessarily as into anime or anime tropes. And it is, it is a more mature story that stands up with some of the uh, kind of bigger, more mainstream dramas. I have to agree. Basically, if you've listened to all of this and you're, and you're not convinced yet, then we've not done our jobs properly because regardless of what people think about it and how people interpret it, Evangelion is a stone-cold fucking classic. Yeah, and if you if you have even if you have no other way of watching it than watching the Netflix version, just do it, man. Like, just do it. Like, it's great. Although it will only take you like ten seconds of cursory googling to find Blu-ray rips of the old stuff. In- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right, I guess that wraps it up for Neon Genesis Evangelion. Well, we do have some Evangelion questions from listeners yes so we do right shall we start from the discord then let's do it uh vlad a goof asks favorite ava weapons knife wait yeah hang on no the big sniper rifle the big power oh yeah that's the one that takes all of japan to power (laughs) oh yeah that's fantastic (laughs) Uh, I I like the knife the best. I like the the pistol because it's just like it's because it's just a scaled up pistol. Fuck. It's like just check I this. I've to... got a Beretta. Fuck off. I absolutely forgot to tell you <laughs> the pistol in the Metal Build is articulated. What? What's the slide come back? So, yeah, the slide Fuck. comes back and the, and the clip Whoa. comes out. Nice. Bloody it's, hell! It's wild. Uh, no, the, the knife is my favourite Ava weapon. Another, another good one is the spear. Is it or the lance? The, la- the, the lance of Longinus. Yeah, because yeah. out of nowhere, Ray just fucks it into space. <laughs> because like, yeah. these things are powerful, and then all of a sudden she just like t- does a run up and a spin and just fucks that thing into space. And uh, that that I remember that surprised me. Like that came out of nowhere, and then uh, they're just like, yeah, that happened. No one really bats an There's eyelid. There's a reason for that, right? Isn't there? Like the the they tie into yeah, we're, 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 we're. the you know yeah. I won't go into it, but yeah. <laughs> interesting. Anyway, this boy's not seen End of Eva yet. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Crimson. Co- oh, English Otaku asks, uh, which other podcast members' disembodied soul would you transplant into a giant me- biomechanical fighting machine, and then refuse to get into it because you're confused about puberty? If an Evangelion was a person, which of us would you want it to be? Can I say Sam Smith? <laughs> <laughs> he would confuse me about puberty. It's not, it's not LCL, it's just cum. <laughs> it's filling up in the plugs. It's <laughs> a weird question. I don't think I can answer that one. It's a bit too, bit too weird. Uh, I like this one by Crimson Comet a lot more. Asuka or Ray? Oof. I'm an Asuka boy. Uh, I'm an Asuka boy coming through. I'm traditionally a Ray boy. 
Um, Asuka. Asuka. I think she is... Her... She's the best character in Evangelion. <laughs> like, she is the, the best character. Her, her story is a bit more grounded and relatable because she's not got the weird stuff going on that Rei has. Yeah. And she's not Shinji. She's not Shinji, but she's critically not as good as Misato. Yeah. Uh, but But that's the whole thing. And that isn't just, you know, horny anime boys talking about which girl they fancy from a show. Like, Misato is just a fantastic character. Yeah, she is wonderful. She's one of the... Yeah, yeah. I love her. Um, Super asks... This is a big one. I'm about to watch Evangelion, but I keep getting conflicting advice. Apparently, the last two episodes <laughs> of the series are atrocious, but there were budget issues and the director was disillusioned and gave up. Others considered them postmodern masterpieces. Others say they're good, but in the way that they troll viewers. And then there's a weird scene. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm aware of the film just after End of the Evangelion is an alternate ending slash retelling. For a new viewer, should I just skip the last two episodes and go to the film, or maybe watch them later on more curiosity? I think we've kind of answered this in our little segment before, but those last two episodes of Eva are legitimately incredible. Yeah. And need to be viewed. Like, what... Just watch all of it in production. Order. And I hate this this chat that people have about like troll viewers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just like endless shitey hot takes about something which put people off from watching something. Like for this guy, just just watch it. You know, like the series is there. Just watch the series. Like it's 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 not that big a question. But I hate the fact that someone feels they have to ask it because people can't keep the goddamn yeah. mouth shut with their stupid views that they've like read on <laughs> some kind of shit forum and then just spout out and oh, fuck off. Stop talking about anime and games online. Everyone, yeah. including us. Yep. Right. <laughs> it's not online if you don't it first. <laughs> right. Slippers off Twitter has asked a few questions. The hosts are now ki- the kids. Who gets which Eva and who has the highest sync? Oof. I don't think I'd have a very good synchro ratio. I reckon I'd be the fourth. No, the fifth. Okay. <laughs> Whichever one is well up for it and then gets fucked up immediately. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I would be the mate in class who's just like... Oh, lads, I just took a photo of an Evangelion. It's wild. <laughs> I don't think I would be a, a pilot. I think Callum would be a pilot. Callum would be a Oh, yeah, I've got... I think you'd do a good job. I don't have twenty twenty vision, though. That's the thing, so... I have to wear my glasses and that, you know. It's a bit of a hassle, so maybe I'll just sit out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so what you're saying, Callum, is that you don't want to pilot the robot. <laughs> It seems very stressful, man. I don't know. I've got work in the morning and that, you know. Okay, right. You need to play Shinji in the new Evangelion (laughs) live action reboot. I've got to say, I'd find the entry pass very claustrophobic. Scottish Shinji. Yeah. Doesn't seem good, does it? No. How on earth do you recommend people watch a show over the given very anime depiction of the children? What does that mean? 
there is the camera kind of leers. Yeah, there is some uh, some nudity. You don't see anyone's junk, but there is some, you know, yeah, some definite side boob. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 hard to say. It, it's it's like, a product of a time. Yeah, and that's not to say that it's okay, but it is okay to watch media that is has some problematic elements in if you recognize those problematic elements and understand yeah. why they are there what the creator was trying to achieve and uh you don't necessarily have to forgive it but you can still appreciate what is what is presented to yeah. you without without feeling bad that it exists yeah yeah I think that's yeah. The, I would the, I would apply that to the uh, early episodes of the podcast. R.I.P. No, yeah, I think it's like you have to separate the problematic elements from what is the art there. You know. Yeah, there's there's like I guess there's you know there's the honest depiction of. A teenager going through puberty and what they might be doing and thinking but then there's the the japanese 90s anime trope of you know showing things in a certain way um i think they can easily get mixed up but yeah it's yeah because the the, the show kind of tries to do something with it but it doesn't really know where it stands i think it's half of it's like you said it was half of the puberty thing and half of the this is what we do yeah, you know, and if you watch, mm. if you watch like Gunbuster or anything that they did before, like it makes sense. Is does but... that get better in rebuild at all? Like, is no. it just as bad? No. <laughs> no. Okay. It's straight up no. Right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> no. <laughs> ah. So that does it for our questions, and lads, it's been a long one. We're clocking in just over two hours on this audacity recording here. Oh, boy. Oof. We've done pretty well. It's nice to get back to it. Bye. It's nice to have a positivity episode after the... Uh, Depression episode. The pits of Shinji's <laughs> despair yeah. of last episode. Yeah. This is now the death and rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> right. You cannot. I look forward to revisiting this in 12 years um, yeah. when it finally comes to Netflix. Uh, that's going to take us out. Will, do you want to give us the Ooh. socials? Yeah, come and follow us on Twitter at Gumpler Club, Instagram at Gumpler Club, Facebook at Gumpler Club UK, and come join our Discord server. I was just checking this, and we've got nearly 300 people on there now. That is... We, we, Show we need notes. to start actually like employing some fucking ad, like moderators on that. Yeah, I don't know how to do that though. Me neither. Um, but yeah, we'll figure I mean, it out. We'll if you're out. hearing taking... this and you want to do that, then let us know. Well, we see you. Yeah, we we'll take, we'll take <laughs> these. Your regulars, yeah. we see you. Um, <laughs> anyone want to plug anything? Uh... I would like. <laughs> I would like to plug my Patreon fund to buy me the Metal Build Evo <laughs> Unit 2. Uh, 
that's fair. I'm playing a show tomorrow night in Berlin. <laughs> Come down. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye. Take me to the moon. Oh. Fly me to the moon. Uber Fun. to the moon. <laughs>